All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of the Senpai Kohai Podcast. It's your boy Trey, and with me today is Steven. Ah. I, I actually, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have any kind of pun I can do with this one. It's, uh, we're talking top five animes. I could say the two to my three to three to my four. The, <laughs> uh, but really, there's not a pun I can do with this. So uh, you, you get off easy this time, guy. <laughs> take that we threw you all for a loop you expected something we've disappointed you like usual <laughs> i i hope the disappointment was the surprise i hope uh i hope everyone enjoyed the disappointment <laughs> it was good times uh steven what are you doing over there are you doing all right today i'm doing pretty good uh just wrapped up a a long day of dealing with uh college students at my daytime job and and now i'm you know i've, I've been enjoying a lot of uh time learning about video games recently uh i've been kind of researching like uh video game archiving and emulation and like how how it's used to like keep a history of video games because some of them can just disappear and so that has led me down the the route of learning about emulation to a certain degree and what's legal what's not it's like been a really fascinating like uh research topic for me and i also you know just kind of started going through my own game collection and, and trying to like decide what I'm, I'm going to keep and what I'm going to let go because uh, apparently I have more games than I have years left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels like anyways. Uh, yeah. But I did, uh, I did enjoy a rousing round of final, what was it? Final fantasy, the crystal Chronicles remastered on the Nintendo switch with uh, my book, my, my, Bud Gutty, my good buddy. <laughs> no, no, hang on. We need to restart the episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Senpai Koai episode uh, podcast. Whatever we are, this is your goo buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds gross. Yeah, uh, no, my good buddy Trey here uh, suggested we give Crystal Chronicles a try, and I remember hearing about this game like way back in the day. It was, if I recall correctly, Crystal Chronicles was the game on GameCube where everybody had to have a Game Boy Advance link cable mm-hmm. and a Game Boy Advance to play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it always sounded really cool in theory. And now with the remastered version, I don't have to have a super amounts of uh, peripherals, but you can still play with your friends. And it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of interesting having to carry around this little, like, item with you to kind of allow you to be active. Uh, yeah. and trying to coordinate with everybody um but it really worked quite well and honestly it was a lot of fun i mean like what'd you think of it i really enjoyed it uh I, I didn't i didn't get to play really online or with many people if any at all uh when i was a, a wee lad and i played it as a kid um but one thing that really caught me off guard about us playing it was that uh we had some pro crystal chroniclers uh, show up in our party and just kind of <laughs> run through the dungeon but you and me are both thorough explorers and we wanted to to play in the land and go explore the hills and everything that we could but these guys are really pushing us to finish and go speed run the dungeon and that was not what we were about so we had to limit the party on who could show up and <laughs> so it could just be us but it was uh, it was very fun i really enjoyed it a nice nice dungeon crawling just just fun it, it's it's unique and i I really liked being back in it yeah we had to vote them off the island like it was it was such a it's sort of awkward but kind of fun at the same time whenever somebody's like all right you ready for the next one and you're like 
disband party. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. like you executed them. You're like, ah, oh, you, you run too fast. You're trying too hard. Uh, we're like, we want to, we want to explore the nooks and the crannies. We want to know what's in this land. And also, it was a lot of fun just to be the kind of people we are and like not know how a game works and have to figure it out as we go just yeah. like how do you get online i don't know this is how we ended up with the pro crystal chroniclers in the first place was like i think we've i think we've made our own room and it's oh no some people have showed up uh but we've done this before as as we mentioned that night uh we we've played dragon ball fighters at one time and just like left the room open and just random people started pouring into the, the room and it then we couldn't then we couldn't win to save our lives we could never <laughs> fight each other again because we had to try to take the room back from these champions and it was it's awful yeah we got to stop being so public we got to stop <laughs> letting other people play with us because we're still learning yeah we are we are we are noobs but uh aside from that i have been playing another game uh that you suggested to me uh, a long long time ago we may even get to discuss it in a couple weeks uh, and that would be Pokemon Heart Gold. Uh, you have, Yee -yee. yeah. I you know, so this is the thing I had to learn how to because I I wanted to play it. I own it, which is one. This all connects back to the whole emulation thing. Is I I own Heart Gold, but I don't have a working um, DS at the moment. So considering the fact that I own the copy of the game, I could rip it to my PC and then use an emulator to play that. So that's what I did, and it took quite a bit of work. Um, it's a, it was a process, but I got it working on my computer and learned you can kind of like clean up the graphics and stuff like that. So I started, uh, I started doing that, and I've been enjoying the game so far. I went Toto Dial, and in honor of your Toto Dial run, and just the fact that I love water Pokemon in general, um, it was a lot of fun to just kind of screw around in an old school Pokemon game again. So. Uh, with a little bit of the the that was it, the quality of life uh, boost for it being like kind of like a remake, I guess. Yeah, uh, but I'm very excited about playing it. There's some kooky characters so far. It doesn't really hold your hand for too long. It's just like go, be a Pokemon trainer. No, um, once once you get past uh, the second town, you're you're in it. You go to that gym, and then the story starts opening, and you just you get to do what you need to do to get your gym badges and fight Team Rocket. It's hell yeah, it's a blast. You do what you want, catch what you want. And uh, last but not least, I have uh, I've been playing a game called Mercenary Kings, which I never I, like. I love the game Metal Slug and I love the game Monster Hunter, but this is kind of like a Metal Slug meets Monster Hunter. And like all the little like missions are like gathering, rendezvous with people, like capture this create this like this you know enemy. It's got really nice pixel art, and I don't know. You can pick up a mission and do it in like. 10 minutes 12 minutes something like that it's really fast real fun and so it's kind of like and it's action-packed i like it and it's just enough customization that you know and just enough gathering and crafting that it doesn't overstay its welcome plus i, I don't just put it i down. don't trust that you would say though that it has just <laughs> enough crafting i feel like you like an over welcome amount of crafting <laughs> look in normal circumstances, you would be 100% correct, but I'm actually on a little bit of a, a hiatus, a break, uh, a sabbatical, if you will, from uh, gathering and crafting games at the moment. There's you have no to have one more simile. You have to oh, have let's one see more. Here. Um, a vacation. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'll <laughs> it's, take it. It's, it's low balling, but I, I got another one. I, I think I I think I blew my load with a sabbatical. Yeah, no, that, that was a, a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I actually like I, I found myself like I love that genre. I love Stardew, Rune Factory, Harvest Moon, um, and even the Atelier RPG series, uh, the Etherin and Crafting and Final Fantasy 14. But I just really found myself wanting to shoot things and kind of like have something kind of uh, like a little mindless to play. And it's been a, a huge benefit for me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've clearly overtaken this entire podcast for like the last like seven minutes about the gaming I've done recently, which is actually the most I've done in a long time. How about you, Trey? Like, uh, we know you play Crystal Chronicles, but what else you've been getting your, your toes dipped into? Mm, I don't know what you were about to say. So I've uh, I've just been playing a lot of Pokemon still. I'm still in this uh, this Pokemon phase and i'm glad to be back in it i'm playing pokemon pearl a lot um i'm catching everything and i'm also playing pokemon go an insane amount too i think i said last time i got pokemon cards um and if i mm-hmm. didn't here i am i've got pokemon cards oh, i shit. am uh i'm balls deep pokeballs deep in <laughs> pokemon stuff and it's great i'm glad to be back in this pokemon pearl has been amazing and i think now that i'm finished with my final fantasy 15 journey um mm-hmm. until i get that art book uh that that wraps up all the extra lore bits i think my next project is to finish the pokedex in uh shining pearl i keep saying brilliant pearl but it's brilliant diamond shining pearl um so i want to finish that pokedex i want to be able to print that picture and put it on my wall i think that would actually be a really fun tangible project that i could have uh, granted meaningless uh, oh, but yeah. it would be a fun thing. Like I did it. I finally did it. I had this game as a kid. I never collected all the Pokemon, but God damn it. Here I am. This is now I got all of them. Oh man. I gotta tell you, I actually admire that fact that you're, you've, your gaming has a more, like you're trying to find like a goal to build towards, even in your normal gaming. Like to you, it's like, I never collected all the Pokemon, but now I'm gonna collect all the Pokemon. Like you specifically went through Final Fantasy 15 and did all of the lore and everything like in order to absorb everything about it. I mean, you're even getting an art book for it. Um, and I think that's really impressive, but it's also really cool because uh, you also didn't mention the fact that you've, you've now started a bounty system like you like in our in our discord chats. Uh, oh, you're yeah. like, if someone will help me get all these Pokemon, like I will repay you with uh, my friendship and gratitude <laughs> or or whatever things you offered i forgot what it was whatever services you need i can uh (laughs) (laughs) i'll get what you need (laughs) i'll give you a discount on services please Um, (laughs) but no it's it's really cool that you're doing that sort of thing because it's it's a unique way to enjoy games and kind of motivate you to to have fun with them and find some kind of tangible result and i like the idea of like this is a very tray idea is to get a pokedex full then print out the certificate and like put it on your wall and be like that's the thing I did. And that's that's really cool. Yeah, thank you. I need that validation or else I'm going to quit. So please, <laughs> please motivate me. <laughs> You've actually gotten me to uh, like put my, uh, my what is it, uh, Shining Pearl back into my Switch. Because I, I, I was a little, I've gotten further into the game than any other Pokemon in recent years. And so I, I started going through my Pokedex. But like me and you talked about, like, that game goes on with the same Pokemon in the wild for a long time. It's rough it is a rough start but the way that the or so there's this app i have on my phone that that actually helps me track what i'm missing i mean you can use the pokedex but the pokedex isn't very intuitive and it's not Mm -hmm. very fast but this app on my phone is and it tells me where everything's at how to get it what it takes to evolve it 
Uh, it's called CTA decks, catch them all decks. And it is slick. You can use it for any Pokemon game and it'll tell you like what, what you need and you can customize it. So sword, shield, Arceus, diamond and pearl go. It's pretty nice. Uh, and so I'm using that to see what I need and track it. So once I get the national decks unlocked, I'm I am full force all in it. But right now I'm catching everything I can, evolving what I can. Um, but it is taking a while because it you are really limited in what you're seeing for the yeah. most part. Uh, like I I won't I cannot get away from these ponytaws and geodudes. Geodudes. And all, all I want is a cricket I have not seen a Krikatot, and they are <laughs> they are the bug of the game, and yeah. I can't catch one. Really, I, I'm so frustrated, and they're so adorable. Like I, I, I almost did a Nuzlocke, but I was like, Trey, that's not what you're here to do. You're not, yeah, you're uh, not Nuzlocking. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't make this hard. That's a, that's a, that's a different Pokemon experience, and yeah. that's not the one you're having right now. So don't do no. this to yourself. No, but I can't even get one. I don't know what's going on, but I, uh, I'll figure something out. I'll catch him eventually, but that's where I enlisted the help of my fellow friends. Hey guys, please join this new Discord chat I have, the Sinnoh Synergist, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna figure out something. We're gonna get Absolutely. these Pokemans. Absolutely, uh, that's awesome. I'm glad you're getting back into Pokemon. I I I am planning to get a Pokemon card deck as well to face off against you, trainer versus trainer. My brother is uh, going to get back into it as well, and he has a lot of our old Pokemon cards. Oh, wow. And so I'm excited to go off against him. Maybe we can all kind of take turns fighting each other. I think that'd Hell be yeah. fun. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm all in on this card game shit, too. Like, I feel like I'm playing every card game under the sun lately. Like, I'm about to get the anime-based one. What is it? Uh, 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 Vice. I feel like we say it different every time we talk yeah, about it. Me too. Yeah. Wiener, <laughs> Vice Schwartzel. Yeah, the game. <laughs> Wiener <laughs> Like, they have a Hollow Live expansion, and the most recent expansion actually is... Uh, oh, it doesn't have a... Gwar or Gagura. It doesn't, it doesn't have... have... It doesn't no. have Gura? No, if That's there's a Gura deck, I immediately Gura deck. I wonder that if there's is, like uh, a different generation of Hollow Live in the series. I bet I could find out. But the the most recent uh, expansion is uh, is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, yeah, nice. So, I'm I I have too many games to play, too many games to learn. I I honestly am just I'm I'm in the buffet line right now, and I have two plates, and they are full of lobster steak shrimp you got the whole thing the whole buffet is in my hands right now now i have to figure out how to eat it oh i thought you were about to segue into meat and potatoes with that and no uh, no man, uh, I, you haven't even mentioned if you've done anything anime or manga wise no, I, I know i thought you were about to just go full steam ahead i was like oh wow <laughs> he, he's he's about to dance right in i was um, so i was so sold on this metaphor no it was good it was a good metaphor uh <laughs> so really i haven't done anything manga wise or um anime wise recently oh that's not true i've i've started a our friend daryl promoted this uh app called the my annie list and so i'm trying to get in there and keep track of all the anime i've watched and update it so i can actually see everything uh, and try to find ones maybe i forgot about um that way when we do things like you know what we're talking about today I can reference all these other ones and be like, Oh, I did really like this one. Mm-hmm. Or if we do like a top worst ones, that's, Oh, here we go. This is a bad one. Talk about, uh, 
Monster Girl yeah. Doctor or something. And oh my God. <laughs> some, well, some... <laughs> boob window, the show. Yeah. The only redeeming quality. But yeah, that's a, that's the only thing really anime I'm working on. Manga, I, I think I've talked about before that I'm working on collecting for uh, I'm the hero, but I'm also the demon lord. Um, (laughs) that's a fun one it's wild it's raunchy uh but jesus is it funny yeah you put you've you've dropped some uh some screen grabs of uh that one into the discord and i've had to go wait are you are you reading hentai like is this it it feels like it sometimes but i'm and i have to like check myself like oh god who's here (laughs) and like (laughs) i I get embarrassed because it's just ah god it's like this I, oh yeah it even has a thing on the front of it that says like explicit and i was like oh okay well surely it's not that bad and i get to oh, like no. the first actual page of it and i was like oh jesus it's <laughs> it really was this bad oh yeah no there's definitely some uh a smutty uh series out there that's for sure yeah but there's literally there's literally a manga series out there called isekai ntr and it's basically it's basically hentai oh, it's absolutely basically hentai Jesus, yeah. uh, your two uh, favorite two favorite things <laughs> burn together. I don't even what a what a milkshake. Yeah, I don't even know what to. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. That's a pickle milkshake right there. <laughs> that that is the pickle milkshake. <laughs> but it's a pickle in someone else's. But anyway, uh, anyways, why, why don't you go yeah. ahead and what are you watching and reading? <laughs> I uh, I wrapped up uh, the Devil's a Part Timer season one, which was a remarkably well animated and good show wait season two or did you rewatch season one i rewatched season one because season two is out okay and it's it's very clear that the it's been a long time since season one was on because like the character designs and the animation style and everything is just different Mm -hmm. in season two it's it's still got that same kind of like comedy but it's like even the character designs are are not the same as they were i'm pretty sure they changed studios yeah uh i'd have to i'll i'll you know fact check that later but it's it looks different in season two and i finally started season two but season one was top tier there's a reason people have been scrambling for this because it was funny as hell it looked amazing whenever they did have battles they were really well done but i just it it like the whole thing can't be serious at all even in the most serious of moments like when they hit the climax of the first season there's people are just saying stupid shit it's like the the like the one of the girls that like she has made it very clear she likes him is kidnapped by this this angel and you know of course they spend most of the series literally showing that the 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 good guys are kind of fucked up um but the devil shows up and he's like they're like oh you're here to rescue your girl and he's like he's like i really can't tolerate it when my employees are put in danger and because he's been like promoted to a shift manager at his job (laughs) so he runs off to rescue this girl and he's like talking about how you i'm i'm i don't care what you angels do and like who you like because the hero's getting attacked by the angel like it's like this whole thing but he's like i don't really care about that shit but you're putting one of my employees in danger and that's unacceptable. So now I'm going to send you to hell. You know, like it's, and of course the girl that likes him is the one that's being held captive that also works with him. And her face, it just turns into this like, yeah, I'm dead inside. Cause it's not cause I'm in danger. I'm just an employee. It's okay. Like, it's, it's so funny. It's pretty bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. And 
like i think there's like a whole like four episode arc of like one of the demons like his like right hand man uh getting like terrible case of diarrhea and like being immobilized and he ends up having to go to the hospital like and but he he doesn't want to because ambulances cost too much he's like please tell me you take state funded insurance no i don't need another iv bag it's too expensive it's just so fucking funny it's it's good when that came out on netflix i remember seeing it with other anime and uh, i passed on it i wish i wouldn't have um or at least i wish i would have had the friend group to tell me no you need to watch Mm -hmm. that but i i remember looking at it and be like this just looks like anime trash like it just has that quick like passover quality to it or at least the first season did Mm -hmm. because you the way it's presented it's like this just looks like anime this doesn't look like anything stand out it looks mid and looks like i could pass it but it looks generic yeah but all this hype around season two I've seen all these snippets and everything, and it, it looks great. I'm seeing all this wonderful feedback for season two, and I, I really wish I didn't pass on it the first time. I need to hop on this part-timer train. Yeah, it, I think, honestly, if you if you just get, like, because nothing is super, requires you to watch many episodes at a time. Most of the stuff is pretty compact, and they kind of give you recaps each time, even for a 12-episode series. Uh, it's 13, whatever. Um it's something you can kind of like uh, easily just kind of watch occasionally. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I went, I got halfway through the season pretty quickly and then I stopped watching it for about a week or so. And I came back to it and I didn't miss a beat with anything. Uh, fun fact about that sh- show though, is the voice actress who voiced Emilia, the hero in that is actually going to be the voice of uh, uh, Makima in Chainsaw Man. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm interested to see how that how that really pans out because her performance in this show, like, isn't the same kind of like vibe as this other character. So we'll see how it turns out. Um, While we're here on Chainsaw Man, we'll go ahead and segue into something I'm having a problem with. Uh oh. And all all my friends like Chainsaw Man, and that's okay. I'm not faulting anyone for that. But I I just had two or three friends this past week or two weeks put review we, we normally do reviews in our, our little anime channel mm-hmm. it's like hey this is really good this is what i liked so many stars so many out of 10 and it, it prompts us to you know hey maybe i should check that out or maybe i should know it's trash um but ev- almost everyone's done chainsaw man at this point and the more i see it the more i'm pushed away and i wish i wasn't like this i knew it i, I don't know it. what the problem is <laughs> you like, have a terrible problem <laughs> i i don't want to be this way but like i saw the two recent reviews and i was like i guess i'm missing out on this one but it's <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact that no one like i think there is an active push to not tell you about it specifically because you'll just be like no yeah. it's too popular i don't want to read it <laughs> well there is daryl has hopped in in the chat whenever someone starts telling or he'll, he'll oh, do yeah. it whenever you start pushing or when jack will start trying to advocate something to me he's like hey don't don't do that to trey trey's not gonna take that <laughs> you have to let trey find it on his own or he's not going to do it <laughs> absolutely but it's too late it's yes. too late for chainsaw man <laughs> yeah no there's a lot of hype there is a lot of hype and and i think the source material warrants it yeah we will i i always reserve reserve judgment for anime until it's actually out like they they released a banger of a trailer uh like a week ago or so and and i admit like hey that's cool sizzle reel 
it's it's more about like the whole oh, the whole package for me so i'm really kind of i'm reserving judgment there but i will admit the actual source material is really really good uh i also didn't talk to you about it because i knew this is how you would react <laughs> but it's okay like i mean that's the thing is like i guarantee you we all so we all pre-ordered pokemon scarlet and violet right mm-hmm. and no matter how much you are into pokemon right now if enough people uh, get to it before you do, like you're too busy or something like that, and they get too far and everybody talks about it too much, you'd be like, I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to play this no more. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, what is what is the name of that penguin that's all over memes and shit like that? The little, like, claymation penguin. Oh, oh he's like, he does like the noot noot thing or yeah. whatever i don't know what his name is but that that's pretty much it like, well, i'm that's, not gonna do it <laughs> yeah that that you are that that meme like incarnate and it's it's such it's so perfect every time i see you do that to something that everybody likes i'm like it's that damn penguin again <laughs> <laughs> but i understand i do i do get that i mean i am actually only now coming back to dragon ball for that matter like only i mean you showed me battle of the gods like about a month ago and like it's actually motivated me to kind of get back into the original dragon ball which is leading me down this rabbit hole learning about the red ribbon army arc and and stuff like that and and, like reading the manga again and i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving it but i was the same way like i i was really into it because uh, back in the day because the tv show only went up to a certain point in the freeze arc and i really loved it i told everyone about it they were like whatever we don't care you're a nerd we're gonna toss you in a trash can and then like it kind of like anime started having it's like kind of like attention and tsunami and they took it further they went into the cell arc but i'd already moved on to things like trigun and you know like dragon half and what else did i watch i watched like full, oh the original full metal alchemist i was in fan subs online like i wasn't watching tv anime i was being an, an no, illegal go ahead say yeah. say you're in the aol chats go ahead I, do the spill bro, do i was using spill. aol instant messenger irc <laughs> there it is come on msn Keep it going. i was it's like i was in i was in all the old school ways i was like the first person onto a bit torrent anyways anyways i like i was past it so everybody would just like blew up about dragon ball and i was like i felt the same way i was like i'm lost i don't want to hear about it because it'll ruin it because no one can talk about it without ruining the story so i just avoided it and it's taken me 20 years and i'm well 25 years at this point so fair enough yeah yeah. it's got it's got too much hype so I, i understand yeah so you so in your in your in your case you can talk to us about how awesome chainsaw man is in like six years yeah Yeah, i'm thinking six i'll get around to it once once it's done it gets its final season three games and two mobile spinoffs one that fails one that's about to fail and then i'll finally i'll finally (laughs) come around to it now are you talking about kingdom hearts if you ever in your <laughs> life <laughs> I just that again <laughs> i just remember all the mobile games for kingdom hearts and i was like wait a minute is he talking about kingdom hearts only, i love that series there's only one there was two no there, there's gonna be a second one but there's oh, only okay. one right now so one that failed and one that's gonna fail shut okay the, yeah absolutely <laughs> <Shut the fuck. laughs> good shit good shit so with uh with our uh anime stuff out of the way like we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes this buffet has been narrowed down to meat and potatoes and that is an amazing topic one that we may have mentioned already trey what are we talking about (laughs) for those that can't see he was about to take a sip of his coffee and i just put him on the spot (laughs) 
interrupting my sip. Give me, give me just one second. Go for so it. So we're gonna. I'll wait till you're talking. That'll give me a couple minutes at least. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so we're talking today about our top five anime. So this was one of our couple of episodes we did while we were country fried otaku. As you know, we are wrapping up the show. We've decided mm-hmm. to reprise our earlier episodes into our new format that we've done now as we get ready to wrap up. Um, we have a couple edits that we want to do to our top five episodes as we have grown and watched new shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so without further ado, we will carry this in an alternating um, alternating playthrough where I will do one, Steven will do one, and then we'll uh, hit the climax with our final two and we'll end it there. <laughs> I'll start. Good. Go for it. So originally, my first anime that I had started off with was Erased. Uh, a show about a butterfly le- effect-like syndrome based, or I guess gifted upon a, a young man who has to use his powers to solve a series of crimes that were and eventually would happen uh, around his town. Um, I'm replacing it with a show you um, effectively pushed onto my life that I enjoyed way too much. Uh, that me and my son enjoyed way too much. Uh, and that is Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. Uh, Erased was amazing. I loved Erased, but Beck Mongolian Chop Squad was a phenomenal bit. And I, I think we've gushed about it a lot uh, oh, yeah. on here. So I, I won't go too far into it, but I think uh, probably one of my favorite memories I have relating to that show is just uh, the... Uh, the song, the opening playing and my son getting up and I, I recorded and sent it to you, but yeah, he was dancing to the opening <laughs> and I, it, it was so, so funny. And just the whole story of, of the young boy getting his guitar, finding himself, finding the music and growing with Beck. It's, it's incredible. There's so much you can find in there to relate to and grow with and mm-hmm. learn from. There's a, uh, like, I'll just go ahead and spoil it. Like my number five is also Beck uh mongolian chop squad um because it's it for me for me it struck me as a, like a great like coming of age story and kind of maturation story but honestly the thing that really just appealed to me besides the amazing music was its actual portrayal of music being so accurate like and i've talked about that at at length but it's like you know all the different types of personalities the different types of people you have to talk to when you're in like little clubs big clubs festivals um getting involved in that sort of thing how to like practice spaces you know i don't think i mentioned that lesson they like they had to rent practice spaces or to practice in japan uh it's not like america where you can just go to someone's garage or just like piss off your neighbors because you just don't give a shit um you know they they're very much a you know community driven society and so like they had to figure out scheduling for practice and in like go through all this stuff and i and there's definitely some like goofy kind of lore going on in the, the show too with the uh the uh gunshot uh guitar uh, was it lucille i think it was yeah and this this uh this weird like blues guy that gave it to the this japanese guy and some kind of pimp following him around i like i know there's more details to that but it's great to describe it that way because this this really kind of like characterish like like almost pimp style kind of guy shows up and he's like trying to chase down the main guy. But then there's all this other stuff going on. It's and it's just such a good story. And like when you read the manga, they go to America for a tour and it actually shows them traveling together in a small vehicle and things like that. And as somebody who's, who's done that sort of thing with a group of guys, it's it's 
it's exhausting. It's challenging. It puts you at odds. It, it really tests your bonds. And they do. The, they go through the same thing in in the manga. And it, even being far away from the people they care about, it like it starts to affect their relationships with people that are back home. And that's something you really have to take into consideration when you are a musician, especially a touring musician. And a lot of times these shows are just like sugar-coated versions. Like, oh, let's become idols. Everything's going to go great. We might Someone might try to sabotage my dance number, you know, stuff like that. But Beck was like, look at how hard this is. And this is a real thing. Like, the guy went and did research on it. And uh, I was just deeply impressed with it. And that's why it ended up in my top five of all time. I still go back and watch it every once in a while. And the the songs are on, on my my playlist, like, always always for those that don't don't know one of the primary bands that was in that soundtrack is a band called the beat crusaders and you should definitely get at least at the very least their their greatest hits so oh yeah all right that's a fun playlist to have is the beat crusaders playlist um i can't remember what their opening is but then there's uh full moon sway and one or one or two other songs just from there that i i just tried to look for and find i was looking for the beck mongolian chop squad original soundtrack and then i just came to beat crusaders and i was mm-hmm. like oh there's a playlist and it was it was really fun i, I really enjoyed it um yeah that that opening hit in the usa is uh yeah is, is quite the bang exciting yes i was trying to think of a different word besides banger because i feel like i'm starting to overuse it no, uh, it's a knee slapper it bang no that is not how you <laughs> all right so uh my number, number four, four. <laughs> um <laughs> is golden boy uh i did talk about golden boy last time uh the the antics of a young naive man who's uh, got a heart of gold and how it affects the people around him and and comes to the the culmination of everyone helping him uh in the end how how the effects of what you do affects those around you um and it's it's amazing because really he it doesn't always look that way as his shenanigans play out but you kind of see you kind of see what being good to those do for you if Mm -hmm. that if that kind of makes sense and it's just so funny watching him play around um (sighs) in his in his modest naive way because he doesn't mean to be bad he's absolutely a giant pervert though let's be real oh yeah like because the girl like he had he's forced to clean the toilets and he's like rubbing his face on the the bidet and he's like imagining the girl's ass on there. <laughs> he gets sprayed by the the bidet, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so happy!" I think they had a lot of fun animating his weird reactions to oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta, I gotta say, hats off to the people who dubbed that shit. Like, do yeah. you have you ever seen the clip of him like doing the swimming? Yeah, uh, I watched it like, dubbed. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "This is like the most serious like dive into the water," but then it's like, him like flailing and the dub is just great of him sounding like he's completely drowning yeah and then he his, gets the, the end of it and he looks back the, super the serious he's like he's like see and it's like what the fuck is that? how'd you like my swimming it's <laughs> <laughs> so good it's good but yeah uh, i love i also love the absolute ridiculousness i think he races a girl on a motorcycle with a bicycle that is some of the best sakuga is that uh, is that the right word i think so i you know i've I, like i just say animation yeah you know i think i think the the term for it is sakuga is like that really nice like action Smooth, animation fast yeah action it is it's insane watching him pedal this mountain on this bike because he is ripping it 
and you are just you just watch him and it's just sparks flying that chain is ripping his feet are moving and that mountain is his bitch and it is going but i i can't recommend golden boy enough it's really good uh really fun also six six episodes long yeah that's all it is short really short but like it it was like the the peak that's one of the peak like ova like short form like here's the best animation we can fucking put out and it's it's really well done like i that was one of the big ones i got into i remember golden boy being on vhs and they couldn't decide if it was hentai or not yeah because like some coast movies there's movies but there's nothing else but i mean a bidet i guess but i don't (laughs) just i mean i just remember nipples yeah and pervy humor but yeah i guess but yeah. that's all I have. What do you have for your number four now, Stephen? My number four is a change. This was uh, <gasps> actually previously Gunbuster Two, which is still a standout. Like it's in the top ten, baby. But there is a series that has usurped Gunbuster Two, and it earned it the hard way, the only way, getting uh, into my veins, and that is Welcome to Demon School or Rumacone. For- fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> of course it was of course of it course is of course it was look i can't i can't tell you enough how much this this series even over kaguya-sama like kaguya-sama is still in the top 10 too but this you guys can series... find us at Sinco podcast on any of your social media feeds <laughs> well, I'm, we're gonna go ahead and cut it off here <laughs> uh, you, you just hate when i bring this show up and you watched the first season you said it was good i, I like the show yeah <laughs> you still haven't watched like season it. two yeah um yeah. but yeah uh, it's it's a series that just lives in its humor but the story is really like heart like wholesome and heartfelt and the action's really well done i like it's to me it's kind of like this you know triple threat in terms of of anime like it 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 makes you laugh it makes you get excited for the battle scenes it makes you feel the flutter in your chest for like how these people come together and get connected and i can't say enough about the awesome soundtrack and the uh the animation that they've done with it the season three comes out in october uh it's going to animate my favorite arc in the entire series which is the harvest festival which is when you start to actually see a lot of the main characters really connect with each other and show off their actual abilities. So I'm very excited about that, but it's, it's so, it looks like an older anime too. And that, that already like captures my heart and it's, you know, it made me laugh out loud so many times. And I'll tell you this, it shows up in my YouTube feed a lot, not just cause I watched it, but because like, like in terms of anime humor, it's in a lot of like, uh, kind of like you know those those weird like mega mixes of scenes from anime it's like yeah look this specific season is awesome and this scene is awesome and like you know the stuff with the mary shows up a lot uh i don't know if they heard our podcast and how much i love her but uh she or scenes with her show up in my feet all the time <laughs> but it's... if you if you like shonen if you like comedy if you like good action and a deep story and you want to see something or even read something that just is not getting the attention it fucking deserves welcome to demon school of rumakun is it i'll i'll put it i'll I'll give it a vouch i'll give it a vouch that's all i'm giving it so like reticent you're like fine (laughs) i feel like it's part of my personality now to despise demon school of rumakun god forbid if it gets popular that's really gonna they, put me uh, in a conundrum they they uh they're releasing the first 
season of the anime on blu-ray uh i believe it's being done by sentai filmworks and i'm i'm pretty pumped about it mm. i need someone to license this manga because i want to own both i was gonna ask if there's a manga out but there's not like a physical release mm. no one in the u.s has licensed it so far i don't think anyways that's the problem otherwise yeah. it'd probably grow a little bigger had more Manga's, following Manga's huge now man yeah, a bunch of dorks. I know. Nerds. So, my next series is Darling and the Franks. Um, and this one was it's a it's it's a weird one to describe. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. A, a great coming of age story and a a good burden on your shoulders story, and also just how you deal with your friends. Um. It's a, it's a lot. There's a lot in there to unpack for Darling and the Franks. If you haven't watched it yet and you don't know what you're getting into, that, that first episode is going to be a it's, a... it's a rough one because you just don't understand. Yeah. Um, but by the time you're at the end and you, you see how the friends have all grown together and you understand what really needs to happen for everyone, for the good of everyone, and it's... You're, you're rooting for the people and it's it's a different story mm-hmm. but from the first time you see a pilot mount a rider and it's good god what is happening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that this series is both one like really seriously it's in a lot of people's favorite anime lists but it's also the one that you kind of don't want somebody who doesn't know what anime is to be walking in and seeing you watch for the first time yeah like is there like there's too many questions that go along with somebody just kind of like passing by and catching a darling of the Frank scene because I I felt the same way like I was, I was like I I own it I started watching it I guess I got distracted but I remember I got through about like ten episodes and I remember the first like couple episodes I was like oh, okay oh okay all right let's let's just go right into it then literally and. Yeah. uh it's a break. It, I feel like it's a little bit of a breakneck speed in the series, but that's studio trigger for you. They don't yeah. fuck around, man. No, they, they get, get right to shit. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that's really all I have for it. it. It's one I had on my list beforehand, and I really recommend it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're moving on to my number three, which is Cowboy Bebop, the ultimate gateway drug into anime. It's got amazing animation, amazing music. Some of the biggest legends in anime and dubbing, for that matter, are a part of this. I mean, don't Steve, don't say his name. Don't say his name. Don't don't. <laughs> Steve do <it>. Bloom <laughs> is in this bad boy. He's he's Spike Spiegel, and he does a great job. Uh, but there's also uh, the fact of the matter is the uh, the Japanese voice cast is fantastic too. Mm. Uh, Megumi Hayashibara is is the voice of Faye, and she is iconic in a big way to me. Like she voiced a lot of the anime, like uh, females that I really came up with, and so I love her. She also has a badass singing voice. Like she's done a lot of theme songs and stuff like that too. But I, yeah, I give uh, I give Stephen a hard time about Steve Bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen also won't let me forget that he is the voice of the main character in Neon White. Um, hey. who also voices spike in cowboy bebop yeah normally who also order. voices the main character in neon white in neon oh white and neon he's white. onizuka in gto who also voices spike in cowboy bebop <laughs> <laughs> this is normally how that goes 
Look, I don't know what I say when I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm an old man. But yes, the classic uh, Cowboy Bebop, as everyone knows and loves. Did you watch the uh, the live action rendition that came out? Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Um, I try to view it as its own thing. Mm-hmm. But it does. It, it has this feel of just being like quirky quirky is how i would describe it like i kind of feel i mean there's definitely some quirkiness to the original cowboy bebop but it something feels off and i don't i didn't like Faye's portrayal and like i was like this isn't kind of the vibe i was expecting from her yeah so it it threw it threw the tone off if you will i don't think it's bad per se i just think it's own its own thing like if, if people were looking for a live action one-to-one of cowboy bebop you're not getting it. And that's fine. It's its own thing. Um, but it didn't. It, I mean, John Cho was fantastic as Spike. As Spike. I, I liked him. Yeah. I, I just like John Cho in general. Um, he never does wrong. He's, a, he's he pretty great. He, he's, he was my favorite part of Harold and Kumar. Yeah. But yeah, they uh, they didn't do bad, but they didn't do good enough to get a second season. Yeah. So, Yikes. Yeah. Anyways, you know it also Cowboy Bebop the anime. Season. What? Oh, go ahead. I was, that was going to be my segue. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. But Cowboy Bebop the anime, it's fantastic. Watch it. It's your gateway. If you've never watched anime before, this is the one that everyone's going to show you. Speaking of season twos. And what didn't get a season two, uh, because all of its episodes are 45 minutes long, all seven episodes are 45 minutes to an hour long, just like the uh, episodes out here on this drag strip. <laughs> um jesus christ i don't know if y'all can hear it today but i can't man it is rough I, I i'm about to have to go change someone's tires real quick and i'll be right back um but it's gundam unicorn um oh yeah really love gundam unicorn i haven't i i still haven't found a mech series to really top it uh darling and the franks is a mech series but it's not uh it's not a war mech series it's a uh, it's more of a intrinsic mech series where it's more about yeah. you gundam and gundam unicorn is political it's mm-hmm. it's wartime it's fighting for the people and everything and it's it's got a great message in it it's it has a really fun payoff for what all is happening the the continuation of the war and what's happening and how new types are integrated into this it's it's amazing i was so excited when i clicked on netflix and it was 45 minute episodes and I was like, yes, <laughs> this is what I need. Oh, only, man. I'm pretty sure it's only six, maybe seven episodes, 45 minutes each, and not not bad at all. Um, yeah. But it was You're fun. a Gundam-holic, aren't you? I You am. like the original UC uh, timeline, right? Because you, mm-hmm. you you tried watching some of the alternate timeline ones, but it's mainly the Universal Century with Amuro and Char. and Yeah, uh, but the- that's the lore guy in me. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that continuity. But I am very excited for this new Witch of Mercury uh, coming up just because I need new Gundam in my life. I think the last thing we got was uh, Char's um, Char series, I think. No, that's not true. We did get a separate movie. Um, wow. What was the, that one the guy. movie was uh, about the, the character you hated. Yeah, he was a shit. Uh, Hathaway. Yeah. Hathaway's movie. Yeah, yeah, little shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Gundam Unicorn. That is my fourth 
Steven, what do you got? Uh, so my number two, my second rank. I've uh, I've been oh I've oh, been doing mine in them. order. Oh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't do mine in order from five to well, one. Well, my last one's my number one, just as it coincidentally goes. Hey. But I didn't plan for that. Hey, uh, that works out. That's like, great. Kind of. Yeah. Go go ahead. Yeah. My number two is Full Metal Panic, a series originally animated by Gonzo about a child soldier who is tasked with guarding a Japanese high school girl. He only knows the battlefield and he's a mech pilot and it is absolutely fish out of water, kind of like hijinks ensue, but it also has this really deep sci-fi based plot uh, where, you know, this girl and certain other people have access to technology that doesn't exist in our world. And so they have kind of this whole storyline with them having the ability to get that tech and so the terrorist organizations try to capture them and this uh, main guy sosuke sagara is protecting uh kaname chidori and she's she's kind of sundere and just kind of like this abrasive kind of girl and he just does is not phased by her at all but he also like pulls out a gun and will shoot people with rubber bullets for like no reason whatsoever i think in the first episode they they make him empty his bag as it's getting inspected and, and he's like they're like why do you have a grenade? And he's like, well, there could be a terrorist attack at any moment. Like he's very serious about how he does it. But the teachers are like, what, what's <laughs> happening? And there's like some great jokes about like, you know, the school getting a, a massive donation to put up with it. Like, cause there's, cause that's the thing is like, they actually try to explain why he doesn't get fucking expelled immediately. Yeah. And it's, you know, basically that the, the organization he works for paid off the school. Like they continue to tolerate him. He blows, he sets uh, like explosive traps on, on shit and stuff like that. So teachers trying to like, like frame him for something, but then sets off the trap on himself. And it's just, there's a lot of hilarity, but whatever breaks into the, the mech and, and everything, it's very scientific. It's actually has, it sounds logical. It's, it's actual like political affiliations and battles between different organizations. And it gets pretty violent. And if you read the original light novel series and get later in the series, like people start dying, important people start getting injured and maimed and die. And it gets a little, it's, it's sad, but the, it's really intriguing. And it's one of my favorites. And They've animated almost the entire series. Just the last little bit needs to be animated. Hopefully one day. There's no information about it right now, but I did get four seasons of this thing. So, and, uh, uh, I got like halfway through the first season. I think I was really enjoying it. Um, I don't, I don't know why it fell off. It was right up my alley, but it did mm-hmm. feel like almost two separate products um, yeah. where you have the school life and then you have the war life. Um, and I think I really would have loved just to focus on that dude just dealing with school life because it was so funny when he is dealing with anything that just of, of people that can't even deal with him. It's it's too much and he can't deal with it. Neither can anyone else. Yeah, he, he just talks in all the, the, the terminology and he acts so aggressive and no one <laughs> what's wrong with him. <laughs> Yeah, I love it because actually, believe it or not, the second season, which is uh, Full Metal Panic Fumofu, is uh, a series of episodes that animates all the goofy stuff he gets into. So like in the light novel series, they have the volumes of the actual main story, and then they have volumes of side stories, which mm-hmm. are mostly like kind of fish out of water at the high school level. Just like I think he goes on like a he gets kind of talked into going on a blind date or something like that. And of course, hijinks ensue and like that you get that animated in the Fumofu uh series and 
it's 12 episodes of just hilarity like if you like that part of the series you'll like season two but the main storyline is really good too it's just definitely a little bit more war and conflict heavy in its story as well so but if you like mechs and actual like kind of like logical mechs that's 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 a that's a good series yeah noise noise (laughs) it's my 69th favorite series hey nice (laughs) (laughs) i know it's a lot of other series to like instead absolutely so maybe you should move it up on the chart but uh last but not least here we are at your number one coincidentally coincidentally yeah so originally it was naruto um but i am kicking it off uh naruto i'm not going to explain uh, if uh, if you're listening to an anime podcast, you don't know what Naruto is. I'm really sorry for your loss, uh, but <laughs> you know you may want to read a book. Um, but it's uh, I'm actually replacing it with Konosuba. Uh, Konosuba, I I couldn't get enough of it when I read it, <laughs> or not when I read it when I watched it. But it was so funny. I've I found myself enjoying it through and through. Uh, through the two seasons that were out through the movie i got physically excited whenever they announced that third season was officially in, in the making i was like yes i i actually had that oh my god finally yes here we go that's such a great feeling isn't it yeah yeah but that's because also I, none of my friends are talking about it either so that also helps <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact that like honestly you beat me to i like i usually post a link about some like good seasons coming up or getting adapted like you were on that shit immediately second that news broke i was there on it (laughs) i I think i even got a notification uh just because my phone knows it knows hey trey likes this shit yeah (laughs) go ahead and get that kind of the news but it was it's so funny everyone is so jaded and and what they should or shouldn't be or doing and it their interactions are just so worth it just to watch them blend and I don't even care if they ever get home. They don't have to. Oh, yeah. As long as they just stay entertaining. I mean, they I, can at some point, but they don't have to. I think to. someone described this. Maybe it was you that described it to me as uh, as the anime version of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Maybe. It's just, it's just I know, I've four like, messed up characters doing messed up things like all the time and just yeah. hijinks like, happening all like constantly. Like, like i i need to go back and watch the series again because i feel like i still missed something and uh, there's more to see and i I like going back and rewatching shows before like their like long-awaited new season comes out and man there are some great gifts there is some great humor and there's some great just character like memes there like aqua alone is just the best meme she is um (laughs) they all they all are they They really provide such great content out, yeah. out of context they're all pretty great but i uh, uh i'll probably end up doing the same i'll probably end up watching everything before mm-hmm. season three comes out not i don't i don't ever do that but yeah. like it's that it's that worth it it's that much fun to do that's the thing that puts it at number one is when you're willing to re-watch a series that has jokes that like aren't going to change yeah that that they were funny enough that you're going to laugh at them again that's that's definitely a number one slot and this brings me to an important thing i i don't think i ever told you um they made a konosuba tabletop rpg book like imagine if you could play a game of D, but you all play konosuba like characters 
Okay. And it's it's there's a system built for it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I it came up suggested on my Amazon uh like things you would like list. And I was like, wait, what? There's a Konosuba RPG book? Oh man. Might have to bring this one into the fold. You may have to try that out. Yeah. See <laughs> see how fucked up you have to be to play that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like with some of the people we know, this would be a, a, a hell of a time. Yeah. So, so good choice. What do you have for your number one? My number one, as it is, as it always will be, and I mentioned last time, is FLCL, Fooly Cooly, animated by Studio Gynex. A lot of people that ended up at Studio Trigger, coming of age story involving giant robots coming out of the forehead of a, a very grumpy and and clearly like uh you know depressed uh young boy with issues and uh then being harangued by a alien woman with a guitar as a weapon and uh, battling these robots which are most likely manifestations of his anxieties and, and issues and seeing how he he grows from that it's got a soundtrack by the pillows i heard that one <laughs> these Toretto's. These Toretto's, man. Toretto's all day, every day. Um, but the soundtrack is done by the Pillows, and it is throughout the entire the entire six-episode run. It is beautifully animated. The action is a blast. The music is wonderful. And the final episode is one of the most amazing things I've ever watched. And it made me learn a lot more about guitars, about Vespas, um, and just a lot about that that stuff they were showing because i wanted to know everything i could as a matter of fact my very first art book was an flcl art book called a groundworks of flcl and i ordered it from a, a website online called anime castle and which is based out of i believe new york and hmm. it was the only thing i wanted and it is literally a big book of all like the uh storyboards and it's it's all done in pencil and it shows and it's got the art from uh i want to say Sadamoto. Uh, the same guy who did some of the art for uh, Evangelion did did some like poster like illustrations. They Don't had me, uh, they had books for the rebuild movies mm-hmm. uh, for Evangelion at the Kino Kunio Kino, uh, Kino, Kino Kunia. Yeah, they had books with all of the uh, all the drawings, all the frames, all everything for the. Mm-hmm. And I want them. I know, man. Our books are wonderful. I, I love them to death. But yeah, this this series affected me in a big way, and I I still go back and watch it like once a year. And I I feel like one year I, I'm always afraid. One year I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and I'm not gonna like it. I'll be bored. Like yeah, I know, but it's never that way. Like there is absolutely moments in that series that make me cry. Like I just love it that much, and it's it's such a influential series and some of the some of the greatest like artists and and musicians and and writers were a part of that and uh i I hope i wish them to keep making good shit like that because that's where you see a lot of uh like you are like gunbuster 2 like some of the same people that did this were in gunbuster 2 so that's why that shit was in my top 10 and then you get into studio trigger and gurren lagan and stuff like that gurren lagan has some some moments and stuff that are, are very from the, very much from those people. And so a lot of the like kind of iconic series, a lot of people latched onto came from this group of people. And 
I I will never forget it. So, man, it make me tear up. Damn. I love the series. Damn, yeah, I do love this series. Well, before you you dry all your tears, um, did you have any any one uh, one you wanted to give a shout out to? I guess that didn't quite make the top five. A hundred percent. Oh no, just one, just one, not a hundred. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I can do one. I can do okay. one. And that's, uh, how about you? Do you got one? I do, I do. So all right, okay. Uh, mine you is, go first. Uh, Monster Masume. Uh, hey there we believe go. it or not monster masume <laughs> uh while a, a fun and uh explicit show it is it is probably one of the better harem and more fun i guess friendly shows it's mm-hmm. not it's not one that gets lost in the trash and it's not one that just you know it that try to think how to word this without making it seem like you know it's definitely not about this but it it is more about the friendship and the bonds and the girls are all trying to win him over absolutely mm-hmm. but it's not just completely fan service yeah um but it actually makes you care about who he's going to get with in the end because you worry about who he's going to fall in love with um i mean granted we don't see that in the anime but it is what it is i uh i remember this series i remember reading this series versus a manga when it was being published by fans on Faku before it became a uh, like an actual company, like when it was still just like fan submitted, like fan translated and submitted like uh, doujins mm-hmm. before they went legit. This was one of the, like they started posting kind of like more explicit and sort of like adult driven manga that had like more adult topics and, and maybe a little more titties in them. Um, and I remember Monster Musume being on there, and I was like, Monster Girls, what's this? I've never heard of Monster Girls. Like, it was a new thing back then. It's not a new thing anymore, yeah. but it was a new thing back then. I remember reading it, and I was like, this is actually just a good manga. Like, this is just a good story. Like, yeah, sure, they're they're drawn very well endowed, but yeah, I liked the uh, the way, you, like, he treated the different girls the and dynamics. tried to help them. Yeah, Everything is, like, wholesome. It's not... Mm-hmm. It's not like everyone's cringy to each other. It's not like Sword Art Online or any other. I don't. I don't say he's a guy protagonist or like how they're generically, you know, written out to be. But it's not like that. Like these these people feel like people with personalities to mm-hmm. a degree, and it, it's fun. It, it makes it feel worth listening to, worth watching. Um, apart from the fan service bits, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. But I'll be honest with you, the fan service stuff isn't really too explicit or anything like that. It just no. it's like it's kind of suggestive. It's nothing that's really that different from like like old school shows that would do like burn up and uh you know, just even Tenchi Muyo. Like there is definitely some like fan servicey moments, but it was never explicit. And that's kinda of how I feel about uh, Mo- uh, Monster uh, Masume. Um yeah. so yeah, don't let the uh the spiciness of some of the illustrations scare you away. It's actually a really good story. So Yes, with sir. that my little shout out is actually for kaguya-sama love is war literally one of the best animes and mangas i've i've experienced in recent times uh the uh, author uh Aka, akasaka uh, just does a great job of of actually portraying like teen romance with a, a weird twist but like when they talk about some of the stuff that they're dealing with whether it be sex or how people uh, like take on pressure to try to be the best and things like that. It's really heartfelt and accurate. I think one of the things I also love is this, this author is not living in the past. Like they have like, they have chapters 
where they actively talk about being like on discord and playing games online with people and talking through discord like this like it's not like trying to be like oh it's from the past and we, we just have cell phones and we text each other like no you this person is a gamer so they get on discord and there's like i love it because it has a narrator the whole time so the narrator is explaining discord and shit like that in this in this manga but yeah the comedy is top tier the drama is actually not over overdone but it, and it really kind of like hits you in the feels um every character has like a certain degree of like just comedy and wholesomeness like you kind of want everybody to be happy even though they also make a point to show that like not everyone's gonna win in a situation i think there's a, a girl in the series that has a crush on this guy who has a girlfriend and there is a you know this whole this whole thing is basically you know she's always pining after him trying to get him to switch over to her but he's not going to like he's in a happy relationship and so it's played up for comedy at times but then she finds solace in another character who she used to hate and so it's like it's really interesting kind of showing the dynamics between people how they grow and how they handle like the, the things i think one of my favorite uh things is this starts off as a series about two people who like each other but they're trying to get somebody else to confess first so they have the power in the relationship and it just as it goes on you learn more about people and how they've been helping each other and and learning from each other in comedic ways of course but they actually grow to not really be like trying to vie for power and just try to understand each other and mm -hmm. that's a it's a really good series it's about to wrap up um in a, i think in the first week of october and i'm very excited to see how it all plays out but there there was a little bit of a preview uh, how the end is going to go in uh akasaka's other series oshinoko uh, i won't spoil that but if you read it you'll kind of see what i'm talking about but it is it, the, and the anime takes this stuff and like just cranks it up like great opening song great closing song gr just the the motion of some of the jokes is even better like you there's no way you haven't been online and not seen like uh the the memes that involve kaguya-sama and um, chica and her memes are oh, everywhere chica. chica's memes are, are perfect um and yeah honestly it's probably one of the best mangas in uh, anime series that has come out of the fandom in probably close to like five years like it 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 broke full metal out like season three's season finale got it voted to number one anime of all time in Mao for like a little while, like, cause they've always had that full metal alchemist brotherhood up there. Mm -hmm. And, and like, it didn't matter how hard people fought. Kaguya-sama was at number one, at least for a little bit. Cause that's like, it was just such a good season finale this season. And I'm looking forward to the movie and a lot of the stuff coming there. So yeah, that is in my, I'd say that's number six, baby. Like that series is one of my favorites and I would recommend it to a ton of people. Yeah. And, uh, some of our friends can attest that it is actually genuinely a good series. So yes, enough gushing from, from the senpai. I, it's, it's clear what I love about anime. I have so many suggestions now, like all of a sudden, like all my anime suggestions are coming back to bubble at the top, but I will save those for another time. My friend, I think it's about time. We put you to bed. We put this experience of anime to bed for tonight. What do you say? That'll work for me. I think that'll work for now until we update another time or talk about what we're watching another week. But Steven, <laughs> you got any closing comments? No, I, I actually am very happy that I got to talk about anime again. And it, it's just the greatest capstone to a night. Always. Well, 
If you want to follow us, you can check us out at Sinco Podcast on any of your um, active social media accounts. If you're not active on there, you may want to reset your password. Probably check your email, make sure you get the verification, and then you can find us where you need. Um, that's a normal process for that. But <laughs> um, just a reminder, we do have two episodes left. Um, and then we will be retiring the show. Just to give you a heads up. And we will see you again next week, Stephen. TT for then, then ta-ta for now, or whatever Tigger said. <laughs> yeah, Tigger said it. Yeah. <laughs> what does it even mean, though? I don't know. <laughs>